who goes out interviewing rabbis, it's very unusual, you know, but I, I kind of took the method of the, like Mr. Beast, let's say, gives out $10,000 to a goy. So I want to take that money, but give it to a person that needs it and to actually, instead of smashing Lamborghinis like he does, you could actually, throughout the video, educate the viewer about Torah and about happiness, about purpose. You ever watch a Mr. Beast video and feel like inspired? You feel like, wow, he did a crazy stunt, he spent a lot of money, but do you really feel like you took home some knowledge that's gonna help your life? No, you're just impressed. My idea was once I garnered the attention and you click on my video with the crazy title, you actually leave with something. You don't just watch it and waste time, You because time is very valuable. Alrighty guys, welcome from Forward. This is episode 10. I'm here with Jonathan Benchimo Hi, here in Miami. You? How are you? Oh, Hashem. Nice to be here. Thank you for coming on. For um, the people listening, we kind of had to run. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're on a tight tight clock today. We got to make Mincha, and then you have an event you're speaking at at 8.15 yes, yes. in Aventura. So so let's start it off. Let's start off where are you from? You know, what's your story? How, how did you, you know, get into what you're doing today? And just give us a whole a whole rundown. Yeah, so long story short, I grew up in Israel. I moved to America when I was eight. My mom, I'm the only son in the family. I mean, I have a sister, but like I'm the only boy. So my parents told me, whatever you do in your life, you're not going to the army. We don't want to lose you. So my mom was from America. My dad's from Israel. Long story. But Baruch Hashem, came back to America. I grew up in the yeshiva system. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. And what, what part of America? New York? New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, very cool. So I was curious. I want to get into like how you started your content. And you know, whoever doesn't know who Jonathan is, he puts out a lot of like um, street interviews. I would say inspirational content on TikTok, on Instagram. He's very big. You recently started growing your YouTube, and you also have a podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So you're really putting out a lot of content, and a lot of, like, you're, you're inspiring a lot of people. So I'm curious, you know, what gives you the drive to, to go up and interview people and to go up and put this content out and put all this work after you say that you say you work a full-time job? So at the end of the day, you know, you're the one editing all this. So Doing yeah. everything, yeah, one-man show. So how did it start? Um, it's funny you say that, you know, I sometimes can't even explain it. Sometimes I'll be like, after a long day, I'll have a very difficult time and I'll open a book, read something and like a, like a ruach, like a wind of inspiration will come into me. And I'm like, I have to share this with the world, you know, mm -hmm. but that's more so in the middle of it. How I started was I have a personal story, which I think it's a little bit too long for this, but in short, I went through a lot of my life, grew through a lot in my life and um, I ended up in yeshiva last summer for Israel and I took upon myself during the month of Elul that I'm, I know the power of Elul, meaning you can 11 months be who God knows where, but in Elul you can come and show Hashem that for this, I, I don't know Hashem what happened to me the past year, but this month of Elul I can come every day, commit, and basically build a foundation for the next year. So I, I ended up in Israel last summer in yeshiva, crazy story in itself, and when it all ended, the rabbis begged me to come back from Elul. I took upon myself last year Every single night, I'm going to do Sichot by the Kotel. Every night. Didn't miss a day. And I came back to America with like this, I have, to spread a, I have to spread a positive message. So I started to make content. And my third or fourth video was the viral pizza store video. I was just in the store. What did, what did you, just to cut you off here, what did you start? What platform was it? Was it Instagram or TikTok? It was TikTok. TikTok. TikTok, yeah. I, I kind of came back to America and like I opened TikTok and I was like, this is such a, like a mess. People are like, People are believing these, uh, they're consuming these ideas and believing them. So I needed to make like a place where people could come and actually get real information, not just get misled. Like you have to buy a nice car, big house, beautiful women. I don't believe in that. I believe in Torah, you know, Jewish knowledge, like really strong stuff. 
So I wanted to just make, you know, maybe by, by, by mistake, they'll come across my page and mm. they'll get inspired. Did you, feel, did you feel like there was like a lack of Jewish content? Like in the world? Yeah. I was never getting any. So yeah, I, I, I want I Dafka did it on TikTok and Instagram. People can have, say what they want about it, but I believe it's a tool. It's a tool that spreads content. Because people are on there anyways, regardless, watching who knows what. Yeah, exactly. So you, you can make a place where you can literally save people's lives just from a swipe, you know, for a, without me, I mean, I've amassed millions of views in the past couple of months. Mm. Who knows how many Averot that saved or lives changed or just down moments. Because why do you open TikTok? Because you want to escape the current moment to feel something. So Dafka, I know now, I didn't know this when I was growing up, but when you want to escape, that's the time to actually choose to grow. You know, they say that every decision you make is going towards gain or escaping pain. So when you want to escape, I'm going to catch you with the growth. Because really what you have to do when you want to escape is learn. Because your neshama needs Torah and needs sustenance and you give it the wrong thing and you end up in that cycle of running after your desires, your ta'avot. But really what you have to do is control your desires and, and grow. So the whole idea with making content was to share. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I think the, the key to my content, uh, the ingredients is, it says, things that come out of my, like a person's heart goes into another person's heart. So I've been asked many times, you know, how do you make such a content that makes me want to cry it's because it comes out of my heart mm -hmm. you know i started making my content with a broken heart to cure other broken hearts it's not about the views or like we said the millions of views whatever it's about that one person who needed to see it i mm -hmm. think and then how how did it work with gaining traction did it take a while was it like within a month or two you were getting a lot of views because some people even big youtubers they can go on 10 months putting content out and they have you know very small traction right so um it was it took a lot of bravery you know i created my own niche doesn't exist who goes out interviewing rabbis like it's very unusual you know but i, I kind of took the method of the like mr beast let's say gives out ten thousand dollars to a guy so i want to take that money but give it to a person that needs it and to actually instead of smashing lamborghinis like he does you could actually throughout the video educate the viewer about torah and about happiness about purpose did you ever watch a mr beast video and feel like inspired you feel like wow he did a crazy stunt he spent a lot of money but do you really feel like you took home some knowledge that's going to help your life no you're just impressed my idea was once i garnered the attention and you click on my video with the crazy title you actually leave with something mm -hmm. you don't just watch it and waste time you because time is very valuable you know and also with the goyim how many goyim do you see they go to times square and they interview people this that it's better to interview people and to actually get some knowledge out of them because i believe that every jew is a diamond i don't believe in this you have to be religious to teach obviously you do i mean the every anyone who's a big tamid chacham knows you have to learn a certain amount of musar books to actually give off musar but you, at the same at the same end you can you can't underestimate the blessing of a simple person someone with tattoos ripped jeans etc he can have a higher neshama than that person he just has a difficult you know upbringing so yeah everyone i believe everyone has what to give over you don't have to of course yeah so I also, what I tried to do with the content was kind of show like a, like a happier side. Yeah. Sometimes rabbis are very intense, tough, you know, stern. I kind of wanted to show them, oh, rabbi, real quick video, you know, laughing, yeah. good vibes, because that's really who they are. They have to be a certain way in front of a camera, but in person, they're nice people, you know? Yeah. Did you feel like an insecurity when you first started? Did you have that, like, you know, you start, you went up, you know, someone to do a video. Did you feel like a little uncomfortable, like, who am I to do these videos? Or some people have insecurity, you know, in the beginning when they're starting something. Yeah, so I'm going to be a little vulnerable and say 100% yes. I grew up in the Syrian community, and a lot, a lot of it there is about reputation. People think about you status, this. So, like, 
I already knew, I don't know if any people that speak Arabic are watching, but I already knew the second I post my first video, I'm going to have people screenshotting it, sending it to group chats, calling me like a loser, you know? Yeah. I knew that. But I didn't care. Because I'm not interested in people's opinions. I'm interested in Hashem's opinion. Because that's really how we should live our lives. Caring about what Hashem thinks, not what people think. And that simple f flip of the switch can get you very far in life. Yeah. Because first of all, can I, can I break it down for a second? Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you take someone's opinion, right? Let's say it comes from a negative place. I feel bad about myself, so I'm going to project that onto Jonathan, take a screenshot of him, talk bad about it on a group chat. That, so, so me now, I have to care, I have to, sh I have to shelter myself for other people. His bad intentions should ruin what I want for myself, so I'm going to live my life in the shell of other people's imaginations. Do I, am I living my own life? But if I recognize that I have an neshama connected to Hashem, so I have to live my life according to where the source of it is coming from, which is God, which made the Torah, comes from where Torah are instructions, how to live the best possible life. Obviously, you should listen to rabbis and your parents and people that have your best interests in mind, even though sometimes when they tell you the truth, it kind of makes you want to be upset. Sometimes my dad tells me things that makes me want to just you know, refute it or to, to, to deny it. But I know that it's true. And even though it hurts that he's telling me that, it's, it's coming from a good place. Even my, my friends, you know when, when, someone, when someone is telling you something, if it comes from a good place or a bad place, why would you take someone's evil intention to ruin your own greatness and what you can become? Because the reality is, if I gave in to, to what the majority of the world, I believe, is looking at, is running after social acceptance and, you know, approval from people, I would never, this wouldn't have been seen. I'm choosing to live my own, my own life, to carry out my own DNA, to make my own path, not to just steal, steal another path or to go on to someone else's. No, I want to create my own legacy. That's beautiful. I, I really appreciate you being vulnerable. And how long did it take you to like you, you know, when you're probably putting that content out in the beginning, I'm assuming there are, you know, friends or people in the community were like, oh, what is this guy, you know, putting, putting out videos. Yeah, when did, when a did, lot. Right? Like, so when was it like, you're like, like it got to a point where it was like, Get great gaining traction people you were like well, that, oh, that's well, that's how it know. is with everything you know people will open a business or will start dating someone or whenever you start something new it looks a little bit weird because there's nothing to compare it to especially with me in a very tight-knit community it's the craziest thing you could ever do you know you're breaking out of the box and just creating this like, yeah who would have thought you have you know more than thirty thousand subscribers on on instagram millions of views on on your videos and you probably started with your first video and your friend's like what are you doing doing these street interviews so yeah yeah so it's it's pretty cool Really cool, you did. Yeah, you just have to believe in yourself and, and your image and take it all the way. I, I think there's nothing wrong with taking what the goyim do. It says it. Yeah. Don't believe in their religion, but their chokhmah is amazing. The goyim created apps and technology that gets millions of views, and many people are Jewish consuming that content. But imagine if the if the Jews could hijack that, you know, all that all that human traffic and actually guided to Torah and yeah. growth, no. the world will be a better place. Yeah. How many people have iPhones? <laughs> you look in your phone, you consume an idea, it can change your entire day just from that one idea. You look, oh, this guy did drop shipping, uh, you know, opened the business, let me go do it too. So my idea was for someone to go and to actually get, you know what, let me try to actually start paying attention. I got to put feeling, I got to keep the breed, got to go to the mikveh, got to get married, like actual Jewish, you know, mm -hmm. Torah values. And I wanted to push that. But to answer your question, yeah, when I started out, I got a lot of negative criticism. Uh, not really. I mean, I had a lot of supporters, but like I more so had people who come up to me in the street sometimes and say like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be on social media. You know, it hurt me a lot in Shiduchim too, being out there. But if you, if, you, if you look on my screen time, I'm on TikTok and Instagram maybe 10 minutes a day. I'm not a consumer. I'm a creator. I post and I go off. 
I check messages when I post, and so it takes a few minutes. And I try not to answer girls because I don't believe that it's new. And if a girl ever messages me, I have this is lady in Miami, Yafa Pati or Amuna Hashem. I read, I read direct girls to other people that can help them with their problems. I don't believe it's appropriate for me to talk to a girl. I'm here to post content to get you closer to Hashem, not to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. I'm the middleman, you know? Oh, it's very cool that you're, you're going out there and you're putting out quality content for, yeah. you know, for religious people to consume, for people to get inspired. And just, I have to give a quick shout out to Mikey Nisanov, who actually mentioned you. He's like, oh, you got to have him on. So Mikey Nisanov and also Danny Aguilar from Stories to Inspire. He does a lot of amazing work, and also when he started, he was yeah, you know, he made the shidduch. <laughs> yeah, he was very, he was very, he was very small. And so, thank you, Danny Aguilar. He set me up with you. He sent me your number, and he he is also pumping out videos. He's extremely consistent in stories. Inspire his WhatsApp groups, his you know the Instagram, and, and he's really changed many people's lives. And, he's and an amazing, great he, guy. He also said it's very cool. You know, you came Oh Hashem, like you blew up, like in ten months. You said that. Oh, from Hashem. By the way, just a note to everyone listening. I, I know we're saying that, like, what did I do? Uh, but Hashem, it's all from Hashem. And I told that to you in the car. Yeah. Hashem did everything, and I just accepted responsibility. You for ob- I'm saying, but you obviously put a lot of work in creating the content. You said you edited, right, for the first 10 months. I'm telling you to outsource I, I, everything I now. In, I put in work with what Hashem gave me the potential to do. I, I don't believe that it comes from me. I don't believe that I get these people or I, I say these things. Sometimes, by the way, you should know, my, I, I barely prepare for any content. It's purely from my heart. Purely from my heart, and I really speak to like I'm speaking to like myself or like my sister. Yeah. So, no. So it's I wanted to get into that too. Now you're talking about who you speak from your heart and 100%. Where, did, where did you get into doing like events? Like I know you speak now at shuls and right never now asked at for eight fifteen. Like I, how did you I, I get? Never, into I that? never set up one event. People and you always asked me to speak, and I came, and, and it just took off. It's, it's all from Hashem. Like Hashem literally just. Like now, I'm, I'm in Miami for a couple of days. I wasn't planning on doing anything, but a guy messaged me, hey, I have like 100 people that want to meet you. Can we do an event? Of course, I'll never say no to an opportunity. I don't look at it as a guy texting me. I look at it as Hashem sending me an opportunity to do something good because now, now I became this person that can do it, mm-hmm. you know? But what I wanted to tell you before is that when you accept responsibility for who you're meant to become, your inner greatness, you, you basically remove the lid off of the keli, off the vessel, and you, now you allow Hashem to give you bracha. So instead of saying, I can't this, that, no, I can't go out and date and meet the right person despite how many failures I have. I can't go out and make a, and open a business and make a lot of money despite what the past you know, told me. It's not a mistake, it's a lesson. And I can't go and basically do anything. Nothing should stop me. Mm-hmm. This is my life to, to try my best every day. And the main thing to do is to learn Torah. Because Torah, is like the, this is all nice, but the, the actual sitting down, opening the Gemara and learning, that's the purpose of the world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's everything. You know, and if you don't have that belief in yourself, then you can't, you can't, you can't get out of bed. You know, it, it, it's a breakdown. It's it's motives and beliefs, and you have to really get the value system properly. You have you have to you have to hit it. You have to know what you're living for. Find your purpose, and to spend every day doing that. But even though we're all living a different life and have different things and our own luggage, we can all connect to Torah, and take pieces from it to give ourselves strength for the day and for the for building our lives out. Things take time. And and with everything you you you've built so far in, in these just these ten months, Shem. you know what what is what is the most you know thing that you you felt best about? You said you got a lot of emails and things that you you know you're like wow this is really worth it what I'm doing I'm putting in this work to, to do this um, a proud like, moment you mean yeah like a proud proud moments like you said you got emails from people that you change they you know hundreds. They, like they said, like, oh, you changed my life or yeah. this inspired me to do this. This inspired me to get out of bed. So do you, can you give one, you know, I'm sure you have many, 
Um, if you can give one specific example of something that you you know you're really proud, you're like, oh wow, you know, thank God. I don't know if I would go directly and name out like a particular person, but there are hundreds of kids that email me telling me, and I think girls too, just telling me like, thank you. Honestly, like I'm I'm a teenager, I'm an adult, I'm older even in my in my sixties. Your content just gave me a reason to like to to feel something with the religion because a lot of the religion today is very it's too much mental. But, Yes, keep Shabbat, but love Shabbat. Yes, put filin, but love it. Do it with this. You have to do mitzvot with, with happiness, not to just, you know. So I feel like I give people that that positive energy in the religion. And it's not just for show. You should know. I love, like I ask my friends, I love music and I love just Torah and the vibes and get together and l'chaims. I love it. I love the Jewish life. Yeah, the passion. Extreme passion towards Judaism. But you ask me what's a proud moment? I think one of my most proud moments was meeting Rav Yitzchak Yosef, Rav Meir Mazuz, Rav Yeshayahu Pinto. Like I sat in with these people and interviewed them. Like they're gedolei ador. Rav Tzemach Mazuz, Rav Meir Mazuz's brother. But I think two interviews that really touched my heart. Can I share? Go ahead. Um, Rabbi Yosef Mizrahi, because wow. he made me who I am today. For people who don't know this, like we text every single day for the past like five years. He gives me his time. I don't know why. It's almost like when I met him, he saw something in me and he just lets me bother him all day with different hashkafa questions. Like, I love his content. And two is Gedalia Fenster. Surprising or not, but like when I, like he helped me a lot too. He mentored me like weekly and, you know, phone calls, free of charge. Like those two people really, and, and also my father, honestly, I look up to him. He's my role model. So these three people, I try to like send myself people that I kind of like want to get to. And I, I want to become like Rabbi Mizrahi or like Gedali or like my dad one day. I, I want to become like these people. You have a vision. I, I'm chasing their ghost almost. And I think, like we said, like one of my proudest moments was like making a video with my idols. Like we did, I did a clip with Gedalia on Instagram. I did a clip with Rabbi Mizrahi. I did a clip with my dad in the past. Like I'm sitting here with the person that I always watch and here I am in the video. It's like a little weird, you know? It's, it's like, yeah. wow, I'm, you know? And it's getting hundreds of thousands of views. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. No, it's really cool. I always say like... It's like living out your dream, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah I, like I was saying, like, it's so cool now that you can record something. I always like obsessed with this topic. You can record a little, you know, a little video recording with, with audio and then it can just post it and it's on this, this cloud in the, you know, in the sky and everyone can watch it. You can put it on all these platforms, Spotify, it's iTunes, amazing. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and you can have hundreds of thousands of people see something from their bedroom and, and get inspired from it. And it's, and it was just a moment in time that was taken like 10 100%. seconds or whatever. It's, it's just really cool. And since we have to wrap it up and we have to head to Mincha, I wanted to finish off with, you know, I always like to ask people what their vision is and their mission in life. Like what's their message to the world and, and where and, and where you headed? Um, I think for as long as Hashem allows me to be on this planet and to wake up every morning, I'm obviously like a normal person too. You know, I still have things I want to do. I want to get married. I want to build a family. I want to have a good business. I want to find you know my dream shiur to learn in when I'm older and have kids. But besides for that, I think my real mission. Um, I told you in the car if I if I die today, I would feel I would feel happy. And it's not because I finished the mission, it's because I have no regrets. Every single time where I got an opportunity to do something good for the world, I always took it, always. I, I honestly cannot look back and tell you I, I never did that. Like, no, I get a text, rabbis in town, this is happening, this you're event. You're on it, you're on it. 14 hours, I'm out all day from shachri till work, all day working, running. I finally, you want to just get home, put your head on the, on the, on the cover. But now 10.30 at night, get up, go to work. Why? Because Hashem put you on that mission. You have a little bit of energy left, you could do it. 
So my mission for my life is to grow a really big platform and to change the world and to inspire people. And I hope to not just do that by myself. I want to I wanna really bring back that achtu, like we're together. Mm-hmm. We're different, but we're together. You know, when you build a house, you need an electrician, a plumber, a contractor. You can't do it by yourself. So I kind of want to break the tension. I feel like there's tension. Syrians, Bukharians, Moroccans, everyone's in their own corner. But that's wrong. We have to marry each other. You don't know who your zivug is. And it's not just marrying them in marriage. It's marrying them as people. Marry your fellow Jew. Like, become one with everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're going to change the world. And I, I want to pr- have a platform where I can click. And instead of having, you know, 50,000 people come to take a picture with me, I can make one click and I could get 50,000 people to come here to read Torah. Social media is very, very powerful. So I know that my answer was a little bit in two, two directions, but A, if I passed away, chas v'shalom, today I would have no regrets because I did my best in my life. Honest to God, between me, you, this podcast, I never shied away from an opportunity. And even though I may not have always produced my best physically, I did it because I did my best inside. I really pushed myself in my mind or in my heart to just try to do it. And I always, and I always, always came out with my mm-hmm. best result. And for the, for, the, for the rest of my time on this earth, I, I just want to keep going. I never want to stop. Whether it's making content, being a person, spreading Torah, being a Jew, learning myself, I just want to make Hashem proud. Make my parents proud, Hashem proud, and uh, hopefully have a family and raise kids. I don't ask for too much. <laughs> Amazing. No, thank you. It was really inspiring. And Rich, before we um, end the podcast, where can people find you? What, like, Instagram, oh, So just type TikTok. in Jonathan Benchimol on Jonathan, my name, Jonathan Benchimol on TikTok, Instagram. On YouTube, it's Jonathan Ben. And then you also have a podcast, you said on, on Spotify? LinkedIn. My, you, yeah, you can type in my name on, uh, on um, Spotify. And I have a WhatsApp group for people that aren't on social media. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. Pretty much everywhere. You type my name on Google, something should come up. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, This was episode 10. And if you're listening on Spotify, there is video. And if you're on Apple, there is no video. (laughs) So (laughs) go to either Spotify or if you want to watch the video platform. And if you want to watch it with video and you don't have Spotify, go to YouTube. It should be on YouTube too. And one last message to the audience. It says, something Basically, Hashem says, open me the size of a needle. And even if you're already from, right, you're already religious, but you could still open a needle in a different direction. You're learning an hour, you could open a needle for an hour and a half. It's all about just the little start, put one foot in front of the other, and eventually you walk the block. So wherever you are in your life, boy, girl, older, younger, just put one foot in front of the other. Don't get comfortable, because comfortable is not good. You want to always feel a little bit op- of opposition, because on the flip side of opposition, it's growth. Thank you so much for listening. Alrighty, thank you for coming on from forward. I appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> there you go.